Hello friends, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought my co-host with me, Christina. Say hello. Hello. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast. If you like what you hear, as always, you can check out more by going to FrugalSnobs.com. You can check out all of our video content available on YouTube at YouTube.FrugalSnobs.com. You can check us out on social media at Facebook.com slash FrugalSnobs or on Twitter at FrugalSnobs. And of course, you can catch this podcast on your podcatcher or podcasting network of choice. And if you have a smart speaker, feel free to ask it to play the Frugal Snobs podcast. As always, folks, be well, never pay retail. And now, on to the episode. Hey, everybody, Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Brock, with me, say hello. Hello. We are back, everybody, and welcome to episode 195 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. I know it's been a while. We apologize as we record this episode. Today is Sunday, February 26th, 2023. This episode is devoted to new and old. So let's go ahead and explain before we get into it. We're just going to be shooting the breeze on this episode, bringing everybody up to date on our goings on. And hopefully everybody enjoyed the remainder of 2022. Had a great holiday period into the new year, etc., etc. Blah, blah, blah. We'll get into that. <sighs> okay. So... <laughs> I don't even know what that sound even was that I just made. <sighs> <That's> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second as well. So when I say a second, it'll be like 20 minutes, but you guys got to hang out. So tough. Anyway. So, all right, folks. Like I said, um, it's been a while uh, since we've been speaking with everyone. Um, just to bring everybody up to speed as a, in terms of a major change, we've been talking about it. Uh, we talked about it up to episode 194. Of the show and into 195, nothing's changed, folks, except for the fact that we did pull the trigger. Uh, the Frugal Snobs have relocated. We are no longer in the Washington, D.C. metro area. We have relocated to uh, another area of the United States, a bit further south. And um, I'll put it to everyone this way Christina, you and I are much happier. Yes. Uh, we've moved to an area that is more conducive to our political and religious leanings. Um, we've moved to an area where we feel a bit more comfortable and happy and listen to this folks. Listen, you heard nothing, right? That's wonderful. We now have a podcasting capability with our podcasting studio where we actually can express ourselves. We're not having to deal with noise pollution as much in terms of loud noises and televisions and music and just outside influences. We can hear crickets and birds. Uh, we can see stars at night. It's wonderful. It's gorgeous. Yes. So, um, so we've done it, folks. Again, that's why we've been stepped. We had to step away from what, roughly five months uh, to execute on this. So it took some time, uh, took some effort. Um, was a multi-hundred mile adjustment for us. I'll put it that way. But we are now uh, in a place where I think we'll be happier. Uh, we'll still continue to bring everybody uh, episodes of this show as specials, but. We discussed it previously, if you remember, folks, that we're looking to tie up uh, the podcast, put a bow on it around episode 200. Uh, that has not changed. Um, the other thing I think we're also adjusting to in our new area is uh, we're climatizing a bit, uh, being closer to mountains uh, than we were before. Uh, folks, if you hear Christina sniffing a little bit, she might be holding it in at the moment. Um, no apologies uh, that we're going to be giving here. We're climatizing, so... I'm sure that will change, but yes. Christina might be a little sniffly here. She may have to step away, so I'll cover for it because I run my mouth a lot. Um, but Why uh, don't you? Stop. <laughs> so we are um, in a newer area, folks. I think we are happier, and um, we'll still continue to hopefully educate, entertain, etc. 
if you haven't done so already, please do so. And if you have, please continue to uh, subscribe to and be notified of the changes, the updates for the Frugal Snobs in terms of any video content that's out there on YouTube and other outlets. Again, we're going to continue um, providing content in a video format, reviews, other things of that sort um, from our new area. And um, like I said, uh, we'll still be around for everybody. So um, we'll still continue to bring specials even beyond potentially episode 200. But right now, I think for us, we're going to probably be wrapping this up around episode 200. So only a few more episodes to go, but uh, we have relocated. Um, and we definitely uh, found it a pleasure, at least, to bring everyone kind of our take from the Washington, D.C. metro area. Uh, now we are in a different area of the United States, and uh, we'll continue to do the same. Um, we always tell people to be well, never pay retail, take care of yourself and each other. And I can tell everybody out there that with the value differences and the moral differences from where we were to where we are, the taking care of yourself and each other, particularly each other, means a lot more here, I think, than what it meant to us before. Mm -hmm. Make sense? So um, with that being the case, folks, good to bring everybody up uh, to speed. And we'll, just, like I said, be shooting the breeze here. We have a few updates, a few funny stories, things like that. Um, let's go ahead and start with kind of some of the, the goings on with the Frugal Snobs in late 2022. So since we left our brave heroes last, um, our hero and heroine, not heroine, but heroine as in female hero, that would be Christina here. Um, Christina, you worked the... Um, the 2022 midterm elections in Fairfax County, Virginia. Yes. As a poll official. Yes. Um, you found that to be fun at your polling place, right? Very much. And I actually was also a collector. A collections I... officer, right? Yes. Yes. So uh, can you tell kind of folks out there if they're interested in joining up with uh, with a board of elections or a department of elections what a collection officer does? Basically, whenever, I, it was, whenever we were done around... Seven o'clock, we'd shut everything down. At your polling place? Yes. And the cool part that we at least did was the machines that we used, at, at least with the state of Virginia, they had two thumb drives per polling machine. Mm -hmm. We only took one of the two. The actual head of the facility took the other one with the ballot, so there was no tampering. So the poll chief. Yep. Poll yeah, chief. Yeah, the poll right? chief took the other ones. And he took all the actual paper ballots. Right. So um, in, in case folks out there, if you did vote in the 2022 midterms, good for you. Um, you should. We had a, a minor race, a congressional race in, in our district, so we both voted early. Um, but I think what Christina's alluding to here is that um, typically as a, as a polling official, uh, you are tasked with certain duties. Uh, the polling place is run by a uh, basically a poll chief. Um my dad was happy. My father was happy since he was a senior election official and poll chief for the state of Maryland years ago. Also, chairman of the Maryland State Young Republicans. Woot woot. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think what Christina's alluding to here is the poll chief, of course, assigns different duties. You're assigned duty um, before you uh, arrive at the polling place, I think a few days to a week prior. Uh, some folks may be setting up polling machines, um, other folks may be doing other duties, check-in, things of that sort. So, Christina, on the day of, you basically covered a lot of different ground. Um, you had to, it was a long day for you, so we'll get to that here in a second. But um, basically what you're saying is that uh, the poll chief also has to collect the paper ballots, hold those, and also one of the flash drives in the polling machines. You took the other, you collected those with another collections officer. Yes. So there's two of you. Yes. Tamper evident, that kind of thing. And also they make it so that both parties are represented. Yes. Well, m both major political parties yes. are represented. I don't want to 
offend any of our Green Party or Libertarian or other friends out there. Um, or at least two parties are represented. Yes. And even when going to curbside voting, it has to be two different parties represented for the actual curbside voting. Yep. And we've, we've done that ourselves, folks. Uh, we've done um, curbside voting and when we voted early. And Christina's right. There has to be a representative from each dominant, I assume, party uh, present. Two different parties. Different parties, sorry. Um, uh, present, again, during the, the process. So... Uh, basically, you 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 served for check-in. You've served for uh, watching the ballot box mm-hmm. for absentee ballots. Yep. Dep- deputy dog, everybody, right here. Deputy dog. That's right. You follow the rules. I do a T. <laughs> anyway, so um, at the end of the day, I I think you were saying, Christina, you basically collected one of the two flash drives. Yeah, there was two total flash drives that we took. Do you put we, those in a tamper-evident envelope? Yes, we do with an uh, actual tamper-evident zip tie. On and, top of it. And you take those to a drop-off location. Yes. With with someone dr- as a driver, someone as a passenger for monitoring. Um, and then, of course, after that's done, it's signed off on, you then dropped off your your uh, colleague and went your separate ways. But um, I, I hope you enjoyed it. But uh, let's talk about the day for a second here. So on election day, you were at your polling place at 5 a.m. Yes. Eastern time. Yes, to help finish setting up. And you did not arrive back to the old Snobbler till after 8 o'clock Eastern time. So yes. it's, a, it's a long day, roughly 16 plus hours. It was about a 35 to 40 minute drive to drop off the thumb drives at the government building. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, what, 16 plus hour day? Yes. For you. Uh, you were paid. Yes. Uh, so you were paid. Um, so you performed your civic duty? Yes. Yes. It was so, fun. Yeah, so that was pretty cool, and Christina has now, um, actually, I don't know if this has been done yet, Christina, you need to actually resign from from Fairfax County, County, um, and so that you can then re-register here in our new location for our local precinct. Yes. So, as as another uh, election official. That's another phone call I need to make tomorrow. (laughs) Yes, on the 27th. Like I said, folks, we're still getting settled here. Yes. Right? There's a lot going on. That's right. So we're still getting settled in our new area. But, um... So that takes us into November. Um, October was relatively quiet, um, other than starting the process of scheduling our relocation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we got into the Thanksgiving period, very quiet for us, not a, not a thing. We got into December and the holiday period. Christina also had a birthday. I had a birthday in January, so we're both a year older since we last uh, visited everyone here on the podcast. But we feel great. Um, but um, let's go ahead and talk about some of the other goings-on that were actually cool as part of our our uh, journey last five months uh, outside of Christina participating in the midterm elections. Uh, we got to meet some more wrestlers. Yes. Wrestlers, wrestlers. We met the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yes. And slap people. I had to do it. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, we also met Lex Luger. Now let's go ahead and talk about that a little bit. So uh, when we left everyone last, uh, we had just wrapped up meeting Arn Anderson from the Four Horsemen. Uh, at the Big Lick Comic Con in Roanoke, Virginia in August of 2022. Yes? Yes. Um, in this case, we also returned to the Big Lick Comic Con in Roanoke, Virginia, or Virginia, and uh, had an opportunity to meet Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and also uh, Lex Luger. Now, our main thrust or our main focus of this this particular appearance or attendance to the Big Lick Comic Con in Roanoke uh, Christina, you wanted to do some scouting for your book series. Yes. And we also wanted to meet uh, predominantly Ted DiBiase. That was my initial intent. Uh, Christina and I did meet Ted. Um, he did sign a million-dollar bill um, f- 
for folks out there, we will be uh, placing an image out there on the Frugal Snobs feed on Facebook uh, of Christina and myself with Ted DiBiase with the Million Dollar Bill signed, etc. Um, but I think the surprise for us was meeting Lex Luger. So Lex Luger, that's right, total package, was in the Four Horsemen, so I got to meet another horseman. But um, I'm not sure how much people know, but in recent years, Lex has changed. Um, he, I believe, is now wheelchair-bound. Yes. I believe. Um, but still, good guy. Um, really enjoyed meeting him. He was very upbeat, very happy, very pleasant. Um, signed uh, a, uh, an 8x10 of him with uh, the, U, the NWA United States title from 1987 for us. Um, and Christina was shocked at, at um, you know, his signing of the, the image. Um, and this is not to be rude or to be insensitive, but I believe Lex also has some uh, motor issues with uh, his hands, possibly. Um, but he was able to sign the 8x10 in a very pretty, uh, elegant signing style. Yes. Which is pretty cool. He held the pen uh, differently, but still was able to sign very, very beautifully on this image. And we'll, we'll definitely enjoy that. Um, he's very, he lit up very much when uh, we picked the U.S. title, uh, image, his 8x10 for him to sign. Um, but he was a cool dude. Um, definitely. Lex Luger was cool to meet. Um, much, a much better meet and greet, um, I, than I expected. I, I've not been a, the biggest Lex Luger fan over the years. I'm not saying he was not a very talented wrestler, football player, etc. And also played football for Penn State. Yes. For Christina's alma mater as well for a short time before he transferred to the University of Miami. Um, also, USFL, Tampa Bay Bandits, teammate of one Ron damn, Simmons. <laughs> and people didn't hear what I just said. I said the word damn. Sorry for anybody out there. It's a family show. But again, that's a gimmick. So Ron damn Simmons. Um, but uh, nice guy. Really nice guy. Really upbeat. Uh, really uh, enjoyed the meet and greet with Lex. And uh, I was hoping to get my hands on an NWA United States replica title to display with uh, this image. Um here in the snob lair, but... I gave you an excuse to get a belt. Yes, you did. You gave me an excuse to get a belt. So I still am very proud of my world television title that I purchased after meeting Arn Anderson, the Enforcer, uh, which, um, you know, if we meet Arn again down the road, we got to get him to sign something else for us. Yes. He, he, was, he was awesome. He was fun. Now, can we get back to the Ted DiBiase meet and greet a little bit? Yes. Now, okay, so I am not saying that meeting Ted DiBiase was a bad experience, but what I will say, and Christina, you can agree or disagree and provide your own opinion to our valued listeners. What did you think of meeting Ted DiBiase in terms of the energy level that you were expecting and what ended up occurring? I hate to say it this way, but I, I was expecting more of an Arn-like meet and greet because of how nice and welcoming Arn was. Just felt, felt like we kind of were bothering him because he was texting as we were walking up. So, and this is nothing against Ted DiBiase. I know it's the second day of a two-day con. I know folks are kind of busy. I know a lot of a lot of folks are shuffled through. Um, we did get there at a time on the second day. I think they, I think they, the doors have been open for roughly forty-five minutes. Roughly, right? yeah. So, you know, they should have been at their tables, ready to go. We were expecting lines. There were none, so we took advantage of the opportunity. The weather helped with that. Yes, uh, there was some rain in the area, and it was cold. And folks, we, thank goodness we didn't receive any snow during the last five months in our, our relocation. But so, just just to go back a little bit to what Christina was saying, meeting Art Anderson, as we we spoke of on the last episode of the show months ago. My apologies again, folks. But he was welcoming. He was funny. Arn Anderson was uh, really just good dude. All around good dude. Love the horseman shirt. Um, 
called us out. I like the shirt. Yep, while walking up to his table, he was great. He, we had a great handshake with Arn, called Christina ma'am, which is southern for no longer hot, which is not true. Christina, you are a jewel. Thank you. Good You're save. welcome. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, no, he was, honest. all honesty here, folks, he was a really nice guy. Um, much like Kurt Angle had massive hands. I don't know what it is, but, you know, he signed an 8x10 for us. I will cherish that. We got a, a photo op with me, with Arn, four fingers salute up. Holding the TV title. And he had a photo that no one else had. He couldn't give out that day because they sold out the day beforehand. Yes, so I was able to grab this uh, particular 8x10. Um, and I will cherish it. You know, there's an image of him with the uh, World NWA World TV title on red strap. Four fingers up. It matches the meet and greet photo. Four fingers up with, I believe, it was probably an actual belt. It didn't feel like a replica to me. The leather was thicker. The plates felt thicker. It felt more pliable, like somebody had worn it. Um, and if anybody from the Arn podcast, Paul Bromwell, or anybody else, I mean, Paul Bromwell's not going to listen to my show. I hope so, but he won't listen to our show. But if anybody who uh, is familiar with Arn Anderson can uh, give us a heads up if you've had a meet and greet with Arn, uh, and let me know if you believe or feel that belt was a replica or real, let us know. But I I felt a lot of uh, authenticity in holding that, that belt, even though I held just part of it. Uh, for the meet and greet, but a couple things back to what Christina was saying to kind of rescope us here and get us back on track. That meet and greet was great. I mean, you know, with 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 my differences because of my eyesight, he was very gentle. Um, called me a young man, which is really nice of him because I'm no longer young. I'm not old, but I'm not young anymore. As I said, Christina, I had birthdays, folks, so um, th- it was a good experience. And Christina even got him to grab the belt. Yes, so that was fun. Um, that made your yes it did to hold a world tv title and you know uh get a picture with the enforcer that was fun and you know i didn't want to you know downplay the the four fingers going up i'm thinking all right i've been waiting 20 years for this you're not gonna ruin it for me (laughs) 20 years to do this with you um and do that where people actually know what it meant exactly um and it was actually a cool experience we talked about before everybody i mean that same uh that same big lick uh, Comic-Con event, I mean, we were holding up the two sweet fingers, four fingers with people. I mean, it was fun. It yeah. was so much fun to be able to... I was talking to Christina afterwards. I'm like, man, people don't think I'm in a gang or something. I'm throwing up gang signs right left over here. Uh, not really, folks, but hey, misinterpretation, right? Um, but Arn liked the shirt, et cetera, et cetera, right? So let's fast forward to uh, December 12th. Uh, not December, so I'm sorry. February 12th. My apologies, folks. Um, again, it's been a while since we've been doing this. Hopefully, Christina, by the way, when we release this, you know how to put these things together still. I know it's been a while. <laughs> exactly. Apps change and so on and so forth. But we're already dealing with that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with any, at any rate, folks, but fast forwarding not to December 12th, but to February 12th. My apologies. I had to fast forward a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> That's right. We had, to, we had to pause play. Ah, fast forward. Um, better scene. Uh, so fast forwarding to February 12th. Uh, meeting uh, Ted DiBiase, to Christina's point, um, nothing against Ted. Uh, we were still happy and honored to meet Ted DiBiase, but uh, we didn't see the same energy level, I don't think, that we saw out of Arn Anderson. No. I mean, the Arn went out of his way to engage us first. Mm-hmm. Arn went out of his way to make my experience the best possible. Arn went out of his way to let me hold a world TV title, replica or not. But the man himself was not a replica, all right? That was fun. That was really cool. And um, 
all out gentleman, as, as as Christina says, grandpa. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not no. in a bad way. I mean, but kind of the kind of guy you'd want to sit on the porch and swap old war stories with. Yeah. Ted, I don't know what was going on with that, but he did engage us, but it was only after we had somewhat had to get his attention a little bit. Yes. Um, there's nothing against Ted DiBiase. It just might have been a difference in just the the, the, the countenance and the demeanor. But um, it took a little bit more to, um, I guess, consent uh, and engage with uh, with Ted. Um, he did enjoy, once we did engage with him, I mean, just to his credit, um, did enjoy kind of engaging with us. Uh, Christina did have him sign a million-dollar bill, which he seemed to be intrigued by. intrigued by, smiled at, that kind of thing. He's only used to see himself on a hundo. Yes, the $100 bills he used to shove in wrestlers' mouths. Yeah. <laughs> the fake hundos. Um, but Christina did produce a number of pens for signing. He chose black to sign the bill. Uh, we are happy he signed it. He seemed very intrigued by it. Uh, the photo op was, eh, it was what it was. I mean, it is what it is. It's a photo op. Um, he is very tall, folks. Yes. Um, if anybody has seen the Arn Anderson photo with, with myself and Anderson on the Frugal Snaps feed on Facebook, on our page, uh, you will see that Arn Anderson is a good head taller than me. Uh, Ted is taller than Arn, so he had to bend down a bit. Uh, Christina and I are not exactly the tallest people in the world, but it, it was it, it was what it was. I think we, we accomplished what we wanted to out of it, but we, the frugal snobs, have met the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> yes. So, fast-forwarding slightly a bit, using that same theme that Christina introduced, fast-forwarding a little bit, uh, we did a walk-around of the con, and Christina actually did approach Lex Luger, took a look at his his wares, and we did find some really cool 8x10s. In fact, there's one uh, with the Four Horsemen. I believe it's uh, J.J. Dillon, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, uh, Lex Luger, and a pink-trunked Ric Flair. Um, We opted instead for a 8x10 of Lex with the NWA United States title, the 1987 version. I think the purchase price was good there. Um, it was including the autograph with the 8x10. That was very fair, very affordable. Lexus prices are very fair. Um, as are Ted's with a photo op, as are Arn's with a photo op. So if you have an opportunity to meet some of these uh, legends, please do so. Um, I was able to, at least in meeting Lex Luger, um, we brought a smile to his face. And I was so happy to do that. Um, met a horseman. Another one. Got another one. Um, but he seems so much more engaging. Than yeah. Ted did. He was smiling. He was happy to see us. He uh, asked if we wanted to have the photo personalized. Um, with the effort he put into signing, I didn't want to extend that that effort. Um, I would have enjoyed a total package signing of the the photo, but I'm happy with the signature that we had. Um, he actually focused on the quality of the signing, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so uh, that was a lot of fun with uh, with Lex, and I think. You know, when we picked out the, the U.S. title 8x10, he just lit up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably one of the highlights of uh, his career, his long career. And it, like I said, I wasn't the greatest and biggest Lex Luger fan, nothing against Lex. Just it wasn't, that was just not where I where I focused my, my attention in wrestling at the time. Um, but now I am. I, I would like to see some of his older matches and things like that. And uh, he and Art, of course, are connected in the Horsemen, so I got to meet another Horseman. Um... A lot of fun, really fun meeting Lex, and he was kind of the sleeper, you know, out of that that experience. Yeah, I knew you were touring going into the actual like meet and greets. Like, I'm not sure I want to do it. Uh, right. But once you did it, it was cool. Right. I mean, I mean, I wasn't the biggest Lex fan, but looking at all the nostalgia and how upbeat he was, 
I mean, I have to be honest with everybody here, and this is nothing against the other the other wrestlers who were at this event, nothing against Ted DiBiase, nothing against Billy Gunn, but of the three wrestlers that were at the event, you know, Ted and Lex both have, of course, Hall of Fame quality careers, but Lex was the most, from what I could see, energetic. Yeah. And he was the most humble and thankful to be there and grateful and liked engaging with us, mm-hmm. liked engaging with people. So it it was a sleeper uh, meet and greet, and I'm glad I did it. Is that fair? Yes. So um, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the future for this year and um, some other topics, and then we'll wrap it up here. But, Christina, you have a few shows coming up. The books are still alive and well. Yes. <laughs> you have um, an event, I believe, in June, Sci-Fi Valley. Yes. Con in Altoona, Pennsylvania at the Blair County Convention Center. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so that will be quite a hike for us from our new location. Um, but it's still on the schedule for us. I mean, if we were also debating if something else came up more local, maybe swapping out events. But as it stands, uh, that event is still on the schedule. Yes. So uh, I don't know, Christina, if you have dates for that exactly on this particular show. I'm not going to... Not off the top of my head. I need to look it up, but it's in June. Okay. I believe it's early to mid-June. So, yes. Christina, you'll be putting out a, a calendar invite uh, for Facebook Etc. on yep. your on your imperiallegends.com website yes. uh, for it. So be on the lookout for that, folks. Make sure you also make sure you check out imperiallegends.com. All the latest is there. Christina, I know uh, firsthand uh, from experience with her recently is looking to update the website and things like that, too. So she's still busy with that. The game is well alive and coming to the site. Yes. But um, you will not be able to get all the custom pieces unless you come find me at my shows. Come find me. Yes, custom cards, custom dice, box, everything. So... Um, that's one event. You also have the, um, and, and I'm, I'm switching. Fanboy Knoxville. Oh, I was going to do the farther one first, but Fanboy Knoxville, that's in July. July. Yes. Uh, and by the way, uh, that's in Knoxville, Tennessee, folks. We will be there along with Kurt Angle. Yes. He's going to be at Fanboy. We saw <laughs> Kurt Angle back in 2021 at a, at a Steel City Con on August 15th is when I met Kurt. Yes. Right. Um, at uh, at uh, Steel City Con. Yes. So your Olympic hero, oh, it's true, is going to be in Knoxville, Tennessee, on Ju- in July, yes. mid July. So will we? So we're going to stop by and say, "What's up, Kurt? You following uh, us? That's right. You following <laughs> us? We're in the area, relatively speaking. We're going to tell everybody where we actually are, but we are in an area that is drivable to Knoxville, Tennessee. How's yes. that? Um, we're not going to tell folks. Super secret. Yes. Um, our super <laughs> secret layer. Yes, our super secret layer. Yes. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it is drivable, uh, for us, it's actually probably one of the most drivable cons we've done, so it's gonna be good for us. It's the closest con I've ever had. Yes, but we're not gonna tell anybody where we are. Yes. But, Don't get uh, the idea. Yes, but we are, it is drivable for the Frugal Snobs. Um, so we are gonna be there, uh, at Fanboy, Knoxville, Tennessee, so we're invading the Southeast, folks, more so than before. Uh, so we got a lot going on. Um, but yeah, but our plan is to stop by, see Kurt. Probably get something else signed to uh, throw into the collection there. I already had a, a photo op with Kurt, Christina and I both. So, uh, Christina, you need to wear your angel shirt again to that event. It's going to be July. Jog his memory. That's right. And if he does want to do another meet and greet in terms of a photo op with us, we'll take a look and see if it's something else we want to do. Now, um, other show this year, folks, that want to take away from the the spectacle of Christina's books, even though, for me, it's all the meet and greets. You know how it is. <laughs> um, 
in August. It'll be Farley Comic Con, I believe. Uh, Farley Con. Farley Con? Yep. Excuse me. It's also in Tennessee. Isn't it the Sevierville area, I believe? No, it's in um, Is East, it close? East Tennessee. Just the town of East, I think. Or East Hill or something close to that. Ah, we'll put out a calendar by folks. Yes. It's been a while, all right? It's about two hours from where the Snob Lair is. Yes, from our Snob Lair. Sevierville's a lot closer. That's right. People can't know where we are. So people can, can, can wonder where we are in the southeastern United States. They can get an idea, but they don't know exactly. They can triangulate based on our comments. That's right, but they don't know where yet. Exactly. So anyway, radius-wise, folks, we, we have relocated, like I said, to the, the further to the southeastern United States. Um, but people don't know where. Shh. So we're at, <laughs> we're at Farley Con, uh, also in Tennessee, um, in August. Yes. Uh, also, coincidentally... Uh, a, I guess not really a native of Tennessee, but a guy who's living in Tennessee at this point. Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will be there. Will be there, and I will be meeting him as well. Got some shirts. Got a cool shirt for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to sign. If not, I may wear that shirt and have him sign it by ten or an action figure or something. I'll find something. Or your AWA because he's part of the AWA. He debuted the AWA. I can wear my AWA shirt. Have yep. him sign the other shirt, but. I don't like the whole signing of t-shirts. I was talking to Christina about this before. We had Kurt Angle sign a t-shirt for us, and we're very grateful for that, okay? But we're also worried about fading yeah. on the shirt. So we're thinking maybe 8x10s or something like that. I may graduate up to the belt level, and I'll stop laughing. So the Another excuse to get a belt. Let me, okay, so let me explain this, because Christina <laughs> is laughing. So when I say graduate to the belt level, apparently, folks, um, some wrestlers who will name... Remain nameless. Oh, Ric Flair. Uh, 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 Undertaker, too. Charge, Mark Calloway, that is. Charge more to sign a belt. So, just as an FYI, folks, if you're meeting sports entertainers, wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, uh, if you can come to your cup of tea, signing a belt may cost you more. Just a little tip. Disclaimer. Yep, just a little tip. So, um, I may graduate to the quote-unquote belt level, brother, brother. Um... And have uh, my belts as I purchase them uh, signed as well. For example, I wouldn't mind having Arn sign my TV title. No, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool on the strap. And it's also a JCP or a Jim Crocker Promotions version, so it's pretty cool. All right, so Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will be around in August, as will we. So we're going to go by and uh, not really hassle Ricky, but go and just see how things are going, get a meet and greet done. Have something signed. I'm sure we'll have something interesting for everybody from that, whether it be on on the uh, the very really YouTube channel or anything else. Hard for me to say. Or maybe on our final episode of this show, or as we approach it. So we can already post it on that. But Christina, you will be there as well. Yes. Selling stuff. Yes. Selling books. Pumping the game. Yep. Selling selling other stuff. Artwork, gems, all that good stuff. Yes. So you'll be a busy lady. Yes, I will be. Yes. So we can't get away from Kurt Angle, though. No. He, he kind of basically followed us down to our, our new general area. Yeah. So, but we, we will be in Knoxville in force in July. We'll be we on... went to see him. Now he's coming to see us. <laughs> That's right. And and he's traveling a lot further than we did. Yes. Uh, so, um, and we'll be in Altoona, Pennsylvania in June. Knoxville, Tennessee in July. And another town in Tennessee in August once we get definite locations. <laughs> I gotta look my, it up. My goodness. we got You know I'm what? Busy. Screw the whole Google Maps thing or nav systems. We're gonna have to have ourselves an old Rand McNally atlas. All that old... Remember the... Do you remember those old atlases, the Rand McNally thing? The ones you can't fold back up? Yes, those. The... the even if you paid attention, you still couldn't fold it back up? Yes, that. So, um... 
But yes, folks, I mean, we've had a lot going on the past five months, and we hope uh, this has made everybody uh, at least laugh or smile a little bit. We're still around. We're still doing stuff. We have relocated. We're much happier. As you can tell, we're full of a lot more energy. A little chilly in here. Christina's kind of shivering a little bit. It is still winter, and we are living near mountains now, so... Um, different type of cold. Different type of cold. It is a different type of cold. A lot more rain now, too. So we're getting a lot of mountain effect rain. Um, but this is better for us, everybody. You, you can just tell from our energy. We're, we're feeling a lot better. And, um, you know, still a lot more to do. A lot more unpacking to do. A lot more to discover. A lot more to understand. Um, but we're just keeping on keeping on. Right? So... Uh, the reasoning for the new and old for this episode, everybody, before we, we get out of here, is that we want to talk about all the new things going on with us, what's been happening, and all the old stuff in terms of the, the throwback nostalgia for the wrestlers and things like that um, that we've really enjoyed and kind of the the older, more traditional way of life that we're now able to enjoy. Um, I'll just put it to everybody this way. Uh, Christina loves animals, which you do, mm-hmm. right? And in our new area, uh, Christina you know, walked outside the other day and a cat ran up to her. She pet the cat, cat ran away, stray, right? Uh, a few days later, uh, we were leaving together to go out to a, of all things, a local grocery store, right? I mean, got to eat, right? Um, so we were leaving together, enjoying the day, and I think it was actually a week ago today, yeah. actually, on, on a Sunday. And uh, like I said, folks, we've only been in our new digs for a short time, a few weeks. Um, but we've been planning this and coordinating it for months. So it, it's not new, but it's new once you're here. Um, but a... Nice little Siberian Husky puppy ran up uh, with two kids walking it. And Christina, of course, had to pet it. Um, very friendly. And one of the kids looked at us and said, how y'all doing? And I was like, you wouldn't hear that. No. Where we were. Well-behaved, respectful young man. Yes. And um, and when I say young man, folks, I'm, I'm saying even like an, a preteen, probably 11, 12 years old. Yes. Um very respectful. And Christine and I are certainly beyond 11 or 12 years old. We're not old. We're not young, though. In fact, we are probably at the age where we could have our own 11 or 12-year-old kids. So yeah. um, we uh, were very impressed with uh, the character. Yes. So nice young man. Um, very friendly. Very polite. And uh, he would not have that where we were. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to sit here and trash and dish on, on where we came from from at least and where we are now but what i will say is where we are now was very carefully selected um we were here uh earlier uh, in 2022 um and just to make sure we enjoyed it yeah and this was really something that we had discussed we've been looking to leave the dc area for the past couple of years so folks um if anybody's disappointed at our decision to kind of up and uh move we didn't turn our backs on anybody. We're still here. It's just we've shifted the focus of what this podcast is going to be doing and all about. We'll still be living well. We'll still hopefully not be paying retail. Um, we'll still bring everybody more information, entertain, educate, edutainment, right? Um, but we're just changing things up a little bit. We're happier. Um, we're, we're counting our blessings at this point. I hope everybody is too. So um, we are definitely, I think, more intrigued where we are now. And like I said, folks, the sky seems bluer. The sun seems brighter. Um, Christina even said, you know, going outside and, you know, obviously her eyesight is far better than my own, but you don't see haze or pollution in the air. Mm-mm. You can breathe better. Yeah. Um, and like I said, for anybody out there that 
you know, really is planning on making a change in your life, it'll be okay. Um, sometimes you just need to make that jump and never look back. And uh, I said it before when I moved from Florida to the Northern Virginia area, you know, I didn't look back. Had to make a massive life change. For us, this is a life change. Um, but we're not looking back. Mm-mm. Can't. Can't look back. So um, we're still enjoying things. We're still, um, you know, being what we are. We're still happy, you know, being around each other and together. And, um, you know, we've been, you know, basically with one another, you know, around each other for, what, 10 years now? Yeah. So uh, it's been a good trip, <laughs> you know, actually nine and a half years or so. So it's been a good trip. So uh, for anybody out there that, you know, you, you hear this episode or anything like that and you think, wow, they, you know, carried it through. Yeah, we did. And we hope that you all do too. So, but I'm happier. I think Christina's happier. We have a lot more to, to explore. Christina's also taking on some new, new fortuitous opportunities uh, in terms of employment uh, in, in our new area uh, very soon. So congratulations to you. Um, it's an opportunity that is beyond what would have been made available to you where we were. And, um, you know, our area is really looking for workers and really looking for uh, getting people back to work and working hard and contributing to the local economy. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm pushing for people to come to our, our area where we are, uh, but, you know, I think there are certain areas of the United States where, uh, particularly in the southeast and southern states, where you might be able to find a really nice home in terms of not a physical home, of course you will, but more of a psychological value-based home. Um, our beliefs and our values and morals are far more, I will say, I, won't, I don't want to say accepted, but are far more the norm. Uh, seems like where we are now than where we were. Is that yes. fair to say? So to Christina, congratulations on that. Um, these opportunities would not have been afforded to you elsewhere. Mm-mm. And All I would have been is told to work harder. Yep, for nothing else. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not saying that's right or wrong, folks. We're just saying that um, just, just so everybody's aware to see a timeline. Christina, you, you and I uh, relocated earlier this year. Once we were here, in time for you to interview and really engage companies, you were offered employment within a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of your skill set and because of what you had learned in a previous role, you stayed in the same industry. Uh, again, we're provided with a more fortuitous opportunity. And we're hopefully going to carry that through. And we can't complain at the moment. And things are just going on day to day. So... Uh, we'll bring everybody updates as we move forward, but uh, where we stand right now, uh, just wrapping up on this show, is for this episode. Um, please do get out there. Check out the Frugal Snobs still. We're still around. Facebook.com slash Frugal Snobs. Make sure you go to FrugalSnobs.com. Make sure you subscribe on all of the uh, video outlets for the Frugal Snobs, particularly YouTube is probably your best place. If not, uh, you can check out all of our video content at FrugalSnobs.com. Please check out ImperialLegends.com for Christina's books, so it supports her, it supports us, and uh, got a lot going on. So, yes. Um, Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up here? Not today. We're good. All right. Let's go get ourselves warmed up. It's a little cool in here, folks. Grab some lunch. And uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast. And as always, it will never change, folks. Be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other. Hey, everybody. Justin from FrugalSnobs.com again. Listen. I know you probably thought we had wrapped up episode 195 of the Frugal Snobs podcast, and we did, but just as we, was, we were putting together the show, 
Christina mentioned to me that we actually were able to get another review out of the way before we relocated since our last episode. So hopefully everybody enjoys our review of the Shake Shack Shack Burger coming up right now. Stick around. Hey everybody, Justin from Frugalsnobs.com. Brock said say hello. Hello. All right, folks, I know it's been a while. Sorry. Yes. But we are back with reviews, everybody. So let's get the cheap plug out of the way as we head into 2023. If you like what you see in here, please check out the Frugal Snobs at frugalsnobs.com for the Frugal Snobs project. And if you, again, like what you see in here, make sure you subscribe if you've done so already. It helps us out. And again, if you like what you see in here, you can go to support.frugalsnobs.com and support us for as little as 99 cents per month. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the Frugal Snobs podcast. It definitely helps us out. And you stay informed. Yes, you do. All right, folks, like I said, we are in early 2023, and we are back with reviews, everybody. Now, typically, I have reviewed beers. Christina has reviewed energy drinks. Yep. Uh, we are a team here, and we brought everybody an unexpected review, but we wanted to share with everyone our experience uh, recently at Shake Shack with the Shack Burger. Which you tried to talk me out of going to? Yes, I did. So, folks, we picked up a free Shack Burger, a single Shack Burger, by the way. Uh, through a T-Mobile Tuesday deal, uh, valued at $6.69, where we are currently. And, of course, Christina, like she said, uh, I did try to talk her out of <laughs> uh, picking this up. It is a bit of a drive for us. Because you didn't think I'd like it. Yes, that's true, but it is a bit of a drive for us, though. Especially um, in cooler uh, weather on a, on, a, on a weekend day, I should say. So, Friday. On a Friday. Uh, we picked this up uh, yesterday, so it's recorded as a Saturday. And, um... So, a couple of things about this. So, like I said, we picked up this particular offer on a T-Mobile Tuesday. We've talked about T-Mobile Tuesday before, uh, both on the Frugal Snobs podcast, also and in our reviews, everybody. If you haven't done so already and you're a T-Mobile or Sprint customer, get make sure that you get the app for T-Mobile Tuesday and get yourselves signed up for all of that stuff through, through T-Mobile or Sprint, what have you. Awesome offers there, folks. We've enjoyed it, and this is just another example. So, we did head out to our local Shake Shack. Now, Christina, you've had the shakes from Shake Shack before. Yeah. I have not. Um, you said they're amazing shakes, though. Yes. Correct? So, okay, in terms of the food, um, as you can see here, folks, you do see the Shack Burger. This is a single burger, like I said, valued at $6.69, where we are currently. Um, by first sight and feel, um, I think that I, I, it felt a bit light. As yeah. I was mentioning to Christina in the bag. When I handed you your bag, you're like, <laughs> yes. is this it? Yes, it was very light. But what I will say is when you open the box, um, what you will be greeted with is a non-GMO potato roll. Very soft, right? Mm -hmm. And again, this is a, uh, I think, an Angus burger, I yes. believe. All right? So a pure Angus burger uh, with lettuce, tomato, and shack sauce. My, my burger had shack sauce. Christina went without the shack sauce. Um, but this will weigh in... Basically at around, what, 500 calories or so? Yes, including the shack sauce. So without the shack sauce, I think it's 440 or so. These are approximations, roughly. folks. Roughly. of uh, calories there. Uh, 30 grams, I think, of fat with the sauce. So that was a little high for us um, in terms of a breakdown of the fat. But like, like, like we said, with the shack sauce included. Without the shack sauce, maybe a better option. It might cut some of that fat for you. But it does add up to 40 grams of protein. Yes. And we were very surprised based on the size of this this, this sandwich, which I believe may be between four to five ounces, maybe. Um, like I said, it felt light. Um, and again, 
when you open the box, it is going to look a bit small, everybody. So Don't uh, let that sway you. Yes, don't worry, everybody. So as soon as we bit into this, and by the way, I should also mention that the Shack Burger also comes with uh, a nice melt of cheddar cheese yes. on it also. Um, and like Christina was saying, don't let this worry you folks when you first open the box. Uh, to the touch, it is soft. Cutting through it was very easy. Um, eatability, very clean. It was not messy. Um, very juicy. We yes. really enjoyed it. Let's put it this way, everybody. We were talking about this sandwich 12 hours after we ate it. <laughs> it's that good. It's, it was that good for us. And uh, FYI, when's the first time I had a cheeseburger? I would say enjoyably yesterday. Yes, I'm not, <laughs> I don't typically eat cheeseburgers. Yes, um, but I was proud of Christina. She picked up her, her Shack Burger, took a nice healthy bite, soft, cooked roughly medium, yes. a little pink to it. Uh, very nice. No bloody. Yep. It wasn't messy in any way. Not bloody. Nothing. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, not a high crease factor or anything like nope. that. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I would say that that eating this sandwich, you eat it because initially you may be hungry, but you would like another. You crave another, not out of hunger, but out of enjoyment and taste. Exactly. I mean, if we would have got a side of fries, that would have been like the perfect like bow Experience. on the ribbon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I, I think I would give this, in terms of a snob rating, five. Yeah. Absolutely And that's five. hard for us. That's very hard for us. I mean, maybe it just may, may be that maybe our craving for, sometimes you just, you just want something that's quick and easy. I mean, we're not fast food fans by any means, folks, and we don't promote it. As but a, what would we do if we got the double with the two, uh, Patty, two slices of cheese? Well, that, that's interesting because I think that retails for just over $9. Almost where 10. Where we are. Almost 10. Yes. So, um, again... Choose your battles, folks, but it was really good. Like I, like we said, we'd probably get us a five-star snob rating. Yes. Um, so if you if you do have a Shake Shack near you, um, or if you would like to, of course, provide a comment on your experience at Shake Shack, we were very happy. Yes. Um, I have not had the shakes that Christina has. Um, apparently, they'll change your life, um, but I'll take her word for it at the moment. We're not um, going back for a walk out of the distance. Yes, yes. And Traffic we'll be... was eh. Parking was perfect. Yes, it was. <laughs> Folks, Christina got great luck here. She pulls right up, you know, looks over, you know, in her lane, sees the Shake Shack at a mall. Yes. Right? We're driving up to the light. Yeah, and she and just pulls right into the spot. Parallel parks. Parallel parks like a champ with her backup cam and in and out quick. Well, we are the first in line on the street, so pull right, right out. out. <laughs> it was awesome. All right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this review of the Shake Shack Shack Burger. I know it's a lot to say, um, but a really good sandwich. Definitely, I would say, uh, worth the value if you're looking for something that has an excellent taste. Really good protein on this as well, folks, with low calorie. So, um, might be a, a nice option if, depending on diet and Keto friendly. Like yep, absolutely. And again, no GMOs in that bun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, folks, hope you enjoyed this review from the Frugal Snobs. As we said, please make sure you subscribe. It definitely helps us out. You'll also be alerted when we uh, provide additional reviews and we drop new content. Wherever you enjoy video content from the Frugal Snobs. At any rate, as always, be well, never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.